This is CliffCentral.com. Okay, let's uh, sit down and talk to Simon Robinson, who's from MediaTek. We're doing a, uh, a media partnership with them. They're doing a really, really big show at the um, Ticket Pro Dome. It's all happening next week, and we thought we'd get him in here to tell us what's going on. Good morning to you, Simon. How are you? Good morning, Gareth. Hey, great to be here. Yeah, nice to see you, man. Happy Friday. Yeah, thanks. It's already uh, <laughs> it's already a mayhem Friday for us, actually, already. How much preparation are you already? I mean, listen, you probably started three, four months ago already with uh, the hardcore logistics, but what goes into a show like this? Because people talk about conventions and expos and all of this stuff, and they, they, don't, they don't get how much goes in behind the scenes to what you see in the front. Yeah, I must say, when I, even when I uh, got involved in shows, I was like, oh gosh, you must, guys must put this together in a couple of months. And it, <laughs> it, it's really, it's, it's actually ludicrous. It's, it's long, long hours. Um, we literally start almost 18 months before. Uh, wow. Yeah. Especially on a trade show like this, uh, Gareth, we, you know, we, we actually travel around the world a lot and we, um, are always going and looking for new product and new, uh, suppliers to come out, uh, to come and show their wares and, you know, looking for that sort of cutting edge equipment. Now let's start with um, with with the basics here. What is MediaTek? So, MediaTek has actually evolved o- over the years. So, in, at the core of it is a technology showcase. And, okay. and we, when we say technology, you know, we're not talking about you know cell phones and, and televisions. We're talking about media and what goes into the creation of that content. So, when you're sitting at home watching TV, uh, you are watching this fantastic program and a whole lot goes in behind the scenes to that to actually capture that so that's the, that's the, the crux of it from a from a technology space so what kind of equipment are we talking about and there we go across a various different verticals from uh, broadcast and film and production yeah um so there it's anything to do with setting up studios through to the actual um capturing and editing of uh, of content through to the live event industry. So the live event industry, anything from, a, you know, if you think about rock concerts, we go to the concert, we take in all of those great lights, that oh, you know, yeah. visual experience, a huge sound and so on. Huge amount goes into, in, into that. That's the stuff you see them packing away afterwards while the, that's, while that's, the last sort of people are dragging themselves out of the, the stadium. Yeah, all the roadies in their, oh. in their, in their black T-shirts and black right. jeans and, uh, and filling lots of black boxes. And some of this equipment is very, very expensive. Yeah, I mean, it really is. It's it's, it's so uh, specialized, right? It, it's very specialized. It's, it's very expensive. But what is interesting is that, you know, with the development of technology, so much of it has actually come down in price. So it's become it's become more affordable. Um, you know, definitely there's still a very high-end equipment, but there's a lot of opportunity for small businesses or, you know, and guys getting involved in it who can get in at a much, much lower uh, entry point. Right. So, I mean, I would imagine a lot of people these days, you, you even see TV shows, whole productions put together on cell phone footage. You know, has that not taken away some of the the business from these big uh, producers of cameras and, and, and film and, and, and high-tech, high-definition technology and all the rest of it? It's an interesting point, Gareth. You know, I don't believe it has, and I think it's, I think it's actually opened up more, you know, lots of new channels. Um, you know, yes, some of the, some of the guys who have kind of stayed in their old ways of terms of having a, you know, a really big 
post a very expensive post production suite and gone with really high end equipment. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and if they if they haven't moved with the times, I think that they are probably sitting in a difficult situation where they are, to a large degree, pricing themselves out in the market. But you know, there's you know, I wouldn't call it low end. It's just advances in technology have made things simpler and easier to do. And um, yeah, it's, it's it's opened up almost an entire new industry. I want to talk about some of the new stuff that you've got on show this year because this excites me. There's a drone cage. Yeah, dr- drones are interesting. And, and I love drones. Yeah, we, we, we had to put it in a cage and, and uh, you know, calling it a drone cage kind of made it sound all quite, uh, high, you know, that much more high-tech and, and spy. And, uh, but basically yeah, and it's so a place on. that you can fly your drones around it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah, but a, that's <laughs> exciting because we've got so many different kinds of drones now. And to, to have people – people are always nervous to – do them outside or to do them in a closed space because they're going to smash into things or you're going to let some kid at the controls and he's going to crash it. Something else could go wrong. Um, but these, you get little ones, you get big ones, you get complicated ones with cameras on them, you get all kinds of drones. It's a nice place to display them. Yeah. So what, what we're going to, what guys can experience at, uh, at MediaTek this year, they're going to see some really big drones in the cage, um, flown by pilots, but they'll actually be able to come and actually use the controls. On the camera, not the actual drone. Yeah. So, yeah, it just gets quite complicated in, in that space. Um, sure. And really what we're going to be showing is a lot about what can actually be achieved with a drone from, you know, from a filming and, uh, and capturing point of view. What about virtual reality? VR is an interesting one, and I, I, I read something uh, recently now with uh, with Apple actually making some uh, changes with uh, and making a bit of a move on the sort of VR space. Um, personally, I'm, I, you know, for me, I'm a little bit – the jury's out for me on, on VR. I mean, I think it's it's still very big in gaming, but maybe me not being a sort of a big gaming head is it, – it, the bug hasn't bitten me. Um, but there's a lot of use of it within within film and within commercial. Um, I'm the same as you. And I'm, I'm, I, I'm not, I'm not as, as excited because it hasn't really impacted on me in any meaningful way on a daily basis. Yeah, but for, for gamers, they are, they're obsessed with this. They say it's absolutely going to be the way that we experience everything in the future. I think it's just because it makes it such an immersive experience. Yeah. Um, and it was probably in some ways a way that sort of the, the filmmakers were trying to go with 3D. But, you know, 3D really kind of came and went. You know, yeah. it, it, you'll, you'll see it a bit in cinemas and so on. But, I mean, some years ago there was that huge buzz about, yeah, you've got to have a 3D TV. And, you know, you're going to sit and you're going to watch, people, watch it at people's home. People shelling out hundreds of thousands of rands so that they could have all of this at home and now they're, they're completely outdated and look stupid yeah very, i mean gareth the interesting thing is you know we we actually saw 3d you know before it became came into um shops and people there was the big buzz about buying a 3d set um we saw that at some of the international shows and it goes back to kind of what the the sort of core of, of media tech is about is it's the creating and capturing of all of that content so they had to work out how they were going to how they were going to film it how do you film it differently yeah, yeah, because and so you on. needed different cameras you needed different setups you needed to- different lighting rigs everything right totally and and that's going to be this that is exactly the same with uh with uh VR. So, you know, how you shoot VR is totally different to how you're going to shoot a normal production. Now, what about this um, this drone, no, sorry, Time Slice 360 camera experience? You, you see these cameras that they set up, these Gigapan cameras, where they're able to capture infinite amounts of detail, like gigs and gigs and gigs of data yeah. in a single shot. But, but a 360 degree, is this... 
sort of where you are able in a virtual reality sense to film things that are going on below, above, left, right, and diagonally. Yeah, very, very much so. I mean, How we, does it we, work? Yeah. So the, the easiest way to explain it to people is, and, and it kind of goes back, so it's not exactly the, the newest uh, kind of way it's been done, but yeah. the, the technology that they're using has actually just been improved vastly around it. So yeah. if you remember Matrix, uh, there was a scene in, in, in Matrix uh, with that uh, – uh, Lost with his name, Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves, yeah, yeah. Le- leaning back and and, you know, and the bullets, the bullets go through and, and past and, so and over and under, yeah. So, so it's creating that kind of visual experience, so people can actually come through and, I mean, if they're capable of doing a flick flack, well, then they can do a flick flack, <laughs> and, and we we will we will we will take a shot of them, and they can get a three hundred and sixty degree view of that motion of that uh, flick flack. So it's it's a bit of fun at MediaTek, and it's some of the things that we're trying to trying to create at MediaTek, or not trying to. We, guys are going to experience them, you know. It's, yeah. it's not just about seeing technology in, in, in boxes. It's about seeing what can be done with technology. Well, you mentioned boxes. What's the black box? Black, uh, black box is a big secret. Eh? Um, no, not Sounds very <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, yeah. so, so black suspicious. box. Suspicious. Yeah, suspicious it does. Eh? All covert. Eh? Um, you know, I've, I've always said you, know, you come through the, through the media tech and you, and, and you see all of these speakers and all these speakers are in black boxes and nobody knows what goes on inside them. So we, um, we've created a, an, an experience that actually, um, I was in Germany a, uh, a few months ago and, mm-hmm. uh, there's a big AV technology show there and uh, there's a, uh, international company called PRG who, they're actually a production company. Yeah. So they're like a, for want of a better word, I mean, I don't know if people know, but I mean, Gearhouse uh, is a big production company. So Massive. when you go to any of these sort of uh, big gigs, you know, a company like Gearhouse will put on all of that stuff. There's a They'll company. supply the speakers and the lighting rigs yeah, and absolutely. the staging and yeah. everything. Yeah. In end to end experience. Right. Now, PRG are like Gearhouse on steroids. I mean, it is oh. m- mind boggling. So every year they actually put together this showcase um, at this uh, show in Germany. Um, of what can be done with all of the technology. So you come and see all the technology and they go, you know what, that's cool. Look at all these little black boxes, but we can actually show you actually what can be done. So it's, they, they put on a mind-boggling show. Uh, I mean, to, to put it into perspective… How, di- how different is it from anything we might have experienced already? It's scale. It's just so much bigger. Uh, yeah. I mean, the amount of kit that they had in that auditorium just set up for for that little show… It's probably close to taking every single rental company's bit of kit and putting it in on a gig. Uh, it, it is mind-boggling. Wow. Yeah. So anyway, so so we were sitting there having a having a chat about that, and I said, oh, how can we create something, you know, this kind of visual experience of of technology um, at uh, at MediaTek, and that's where the kind of little concept of uh, of or a big concept of, uh, of of black box came about, but on a much smaller scale. So you're going to get in and experience some of this. Uh, yeah, so you can come through the media tech, you can come into the black box, you're going to be yeah. able to see um, really what can be done with lighting, with dance and visual projection, a bit of an integration wow. about that. And then we've got some guys, some very clever guys who have actually done you know, loads of programming around it, but they're actually going to tell you how they actually did it and tell you some of the tricks of the trade. We'll carry on talking about media tech in a moment, but tell me about you. So where did you start off? You, did you start in this kind of uh, environment? No, Gareth, not even close. Uh, <laughs> not not uh, yeah, so far away from it. It's actually unbelievable. Tell me. Um, yeah, I mean, obviously, grew up grew up in Natal. Uh, okay. Was a uh, Durban boy, and uh, 
Yeah, I started off my life as a commercial diver. So. Seeing nods approving. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Durban, so, Durban people hang together. So, so, so very, very different actually. Um, commercial diver. Yeah. And, uh, decided that I could never make any money doing that. And yeah, yeah I landed up coming to Joburg and, uh, yeah, there's kind of the, the rest is history. You got into exhibitions and publishing and so on. Yeah. I think my English teacher would be more than shocked that I got into publishing. So. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I think uh, my English teacher at school would have been horrified that I'd written two books. But here's the thing that always interests me is that people like you who aren't necessarily, when you, you get out of school or whatever, decided about what you're going to do, usually end up in the right place anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think that's my mother's uh, absolute worst, worst nightmare. I had a sister who went off to university and uh, kind of, you know, I got just got through my trick, and then uh, Mum kept saying to me, "You know, what are you going to do?" And I was like, oh, "I'm not sure, Mum. I think I might just go and dive." And yeah, so she was uh, disgusted. Yeah, she was horrified, ab- absolutely yeah. horrified. Let alone my let alone my poor grandmother. Now, MediaTek only happens every two years. Is that right? That's right. Yeah, kind of. I mean, we started off by that. We've worked very closely with the. Uh, with the industry, uh, we have, uh, you know, mainly distributors here of equipment. So most of the equipment is imported. Very, very little of it is actually manufactured here locally. Um, and we've fitted, we've made it fit into an international circuit. So we kind of fit into that, uh, circuit. And really because we're such a, in essence, a small market, uh, on, on the global scale, uh, it works very well, you know, yeah. to only be every, every second year. And, you know, it was more by chance than by strategy. Um, the, the great thing about having it every second year is the fact that we get such a radical change in technology. So, you know, things that guys saw two years ago now, um, there's some radical changes in terms of what, they, what they're going to see. Um, are, are people able to, to buy stuff there and then? They can buy. There's, I mean, some of the guys do uh, uh, sell uh, bits and pieces, but it's, it's not really a sort of a uh, – the kind of place that you'd go in a, a retail environment where you'd pick up a, a new phone and walk out with it. So, so um, who would you say should come to this show? It's anybody with an, with an interest within the, with, within media production or the live event side. Um, mm-hmm. the other, the other element which we, you know, we don't talk to too much about, um, and, it's almost uh, uh, what's word a, a, a given and in, in some of the accepted in some of these places, but you know the, the corporate AV market has been a huge, huge advancement within within that space. So you know, going into auditoriums and boardrooms and so on, um, that that's become a massive market. So the, you know, the corporates out there who are wanting to find out how they can integrate their corporate AV market into their IT networks, mm. uh, and you know, there's a huge drop in traveling and that sort of thing with you know. Um, um, conference calling and, and conference communications and that right. Sort of so you could rather just get someone on the screen um, rather than have to fly to New York. Absolutely. And you look at all of these big corporates, etc., managing boardrooms, etc. Yeah, those kind of things. We've got a lot of tools that actually do that for them as well. So yeah, going back, anybody who's got a real interest in media tech, you don't have to be in the industry to come through. If you've got a real interest in it, yeah. come through and see how actually a lot of this content is created. Well, among other things, there will also be a uh, an outdoor sound demo. We've already mentioned the Time Slice 360 camera experience, the drone cage, the VR, the black box, loads of exciting stuff, and other possibly uh, exciting attractions to the show, which we're not going to reveal all of them uh, on the show here this, this morning. Uh, educational presentations? Yeah, education. Lots of speakers? Been, yeah. So we get a lot of, I mean, we've probably got about, probably in the region of about 400 international delegates come out. So we sure. actually chat to a lot of those guys. 
big thing for us is to try and educate and and, and teach uh, the local industry as to kind of what the new trends are, what's mm-hmm. you know, what's happening, what are the best practices, where have applications actually been used, and how have they been used, and actually have they been effective or or not. So that's been a been been a big element. Just to uh, fill people in in case they don't know anything about this, the logistical details, the date, the time, the parking. All that stuff. Maybe there's there's an app that you want to tell us about. Yeah, uh, venue ticket pro dome. So that's uh, here in Johannesburg. Um, we start on uh, the Wednesday the nineteenth at okay. uh, at ten o'clock, and we run Wednesday, Thursday, Friday uh, until six in the evening. Uh, they can pre-register. Today is the last day that you can pre-register for free. So that's at uh, mediatech.co.za. If you go online, you can register. You get a little code. You can come straight into the show. If you miss that, you can still arrive on site and uh, and come in. It'll be a hundred rand to get in. Very um, good. Yeah, sounds terrific. Um, is there anything else we need to know? Do you need to to, to bring any uh, protective clothing or equipment <laughs> so you don't get bombed by drones? <laughs> yeah. No, hard hard hat for drones and and, ear, <laughs> and earplugs for the outdoor sound demo. <laughs> all right, sounds very very good. I'm well, looking forward to this. I'm sure we all are. Oh yeah, so what we'll even be here? doing an outside broadcast there uh, next week Wednesday. We have three of our shows who will be coming uh, live from the dome. So I know and understand that we're like right smack bang in the middle, so right in the thick of all of the action. Um, G Man, the Ad Man, Three Sixty Biz, and Futurology as well. And I think yeah. basically on behalf of all of our hosts and everyone from our team who'll be, they will just be walking around with like. Big, big eyes soaking everything up. So we're looking forward to it. All goes down next week, Wednesday. Very exciting. Thank you so much, Simon. Thank you for coming to see us. And um, we wish you all the best of luck with MediaTek next week. Thank you very much. We look forward to seeing you there and, uh, yeah, everyone else. For sure. All right. So if you want to know more, is there a place we can go to? Is there anything else we we need to to dig up, Sia? Will there be links on our site? Yes. Very good. There we go. MediaTek. Make sure you don't miss that next week here in Johannesburg at the Dome. And if you're not in Johannesburg, we will keep you abreast of what's going on on cliffcentral.com because we'll be broadcasting from there. This is cliffcentral.com.